listen, we are going to get into this. I have been lately realizing that grief is heavy and it's, it's difficult. And what I wanted to do was actually speak directly to you guys. I feel like that's something that I haven't done in a long time. And it's important for that bereaved person. It's important for the people who are behind the real reason why I launched the Grief Holy Podcast to be recognized and to understand that your struggle is real and, and it's heavy. And I personally have been going through some difficult times as far as dealing with grief and realizing how draining it is. And so if you're out there, I want to tell you right now to cut yourself a break. And I'm speaking to myself as well. It's so often on this journey that we just feel like we should keep going. We should just possess the ability to just keep going, keep moving, no matter what our circumstances look like. We have so many different things that have to be done and taken care of. However, on the outside to other people around us and to ourselves sometimes, we could appear to have it all together. It could seem like we're just going through life and there's no if ands or buts about it. But but can I go here? Can I just can I just 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 this one second? I just want to go here and talk about that internal conflict, that inner voice, that inner turmoil, that battle, the one that no one can see how draining. And I'll be the first to tell you. I am right there thinking about the loss of a loved one, replaying those events, just coming and sitting and standing in a realization that those people are no longer coming back is enough to keep you in bed, keep you with the covers over your head, the window shades closed and not letting the outside world in. And I think was the most difficult about being in that position is that no one can see it. No one can see it. And so they may not know how to act accordingly, but at the same time, it just makes you at sometimes feel isolated. And so I'm a person that's surrounded by a lot of love and I'm, and I'm blessed in that regard. But I have to be honest with you lately inside my mind, it's those realizations that those people are gone that have really stumped me. And so if you're there, I want you to know that you're not by yourself. I am right there with you. And that you do not have to carry that weight by yourself. It's super important to find a support system if you lack that and to reach out and to become expressive and to let people know where you are. And so I already know, I usually don't know what I'm actually going to title an episode prior to it coming out. But I was scrolling on Facebook just a little while before coming into the studio to record today and I saw a post and it said, Missing someone that ain't, and I'm just going to say it that way, that ain't coming back is a different kind of hurt. And I'll run that back. Missing someone who is not, who ain't not going to come back is a different kind of hurt. And so I'm going to let that sit for a while. It's rough. It's hard. It's like something I've never experienced before, although I've experienced it before. Did you catch that? We deal with so much loss in our lives, and I'm speaking more specifically about the loss of loved ones. And then we go through another loss, and we go through another loss. And every time it feels like this is the first time I've been through this. But to some extent, your body 
can recognize how you might feel and what might come up during this lost journey of losing multiple people. But it's it's never like, oh, yeah, eh, I lost someone two years ago. What, what does it matter? No, it's not like that. And the fact that it doesn't stop at the funeral, at the memorial service, whatever the way that you celebrate or, or handle end of life for your loved ones, it is a continuous journey. And that's where I'm at today. And that's what we're talking about. And that's what the title of this episode is going to be. That's what I was trying to get at. Is that missing someone is not coming back is a different kind of hurt. And it's a hurt that has plagued me for many years. And I'm actually coming up on two years of my father, February 14th, and then almost five years of my grandmother. And I'm trying to get emotional here. But my aunt celebrated a birthday the other day. And we were just chatting about my grandma, little jokes, things that people have said, things that she has said, and just kind of dwelling on that. And, and it brought smiles to our face and, and a certain level of joy. And then we talked about my dad and I, and I was ragging on him and just making jokes about him and things like that. And then we hang up the phone and it's just one of those things where you snap back into reality that that's all you have are these memories. That's all you have. I can't then go call my grandma and tell her what me, myself and my aunt were talking about. I can't text my dad and tell him what myself and my aunt were talking about. It's, it's just not going to happen. And so I think I've just been stuck in that little rut lately where it's like, wow, like this is a reality. And, and I may have talked about this before on the show. And, and please forgive me if it's something repetitive. But I, I kind of feel, have a little hunch that we can never talk about this enough. Because the weight of grief and loss, and I, and I felt like I needed to just get back to the beginning and talk directly to you guys and let you understand that what you're going through and the magnitude of it and how heavy it is to carry that every single day is absolutely draining and a different kind of hurt. And with that being said, not everyone's going to get that. Unfortunately, not everyone's going to understand that. And it's going to get tiring and draining to try to explain that. I think for me, a lot of people kind of understand it because I'm more verbal, but not everyone communicates verbally. And so, like I said before, you're going through this internal conflict, this internal battle, and the world just thinks that life for you is grand because you just might not have found your voice or you might not feel that you're at a point where you want to talk about it or communicate it. And so grief is complicated and it's definitely challenging. And what it is is sorrow. And I've, been trying to preach over the last almost a year and a half, probably over a year and a half with the podcast and everything that I've been doing with social media and, and all of that good stuff is to just help you see that while this is something, I don't want to say it's, it's, it's a dark subject, but it's a taboo. It's taboo for sure. It's not something that a lot of people want to speak about, but it's needed. And I just want you to know that if this is your first time tune it into the podcast. And I want to say first, what's up? But secondly, you you have a home here and a safe space of people and a host here and, and someone who also is from the in the bereaved community to know that you're not alone. You're not crazy. You're grieving. And grief is hard and it's heavy. And the even challenging part is to move from grief to mourning and allow yourself to do that. And then back again, because it's kind of like a yo-yo, like you're just up and down, up and down, up and down. And and that can be very difficult for you. And so I just want to send you so much love and so much encouragement and just, I guess, kudos to you and salute to you that for one, if you're listening to this podcast and you're trying 
you're trying to learn something or see yourself in a story or whatever it is you're trying to do. And so for that, I really want to salute you because you got to remember there's a lot of people who aren't doing that. There's a lot of people who are deciding to just say, hey, you know what? Life stole my person and my joy. And I refuse to let you go down like that. I don't want you to go down like that. I want you to pick your head up right now or fall to your knees if you're a believer and pray to God to help you to heal your broken heart, to mend those pieces, those areas, the areas in which you cannot speak about. But whatever you do, don't give up. There is joy on the other side of that pain. And I want to encourage you to keep pushing. And I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy. Like I said before, that mental battle is rough. It's rough. It can really have you tripping out for real. I'm going to be completely honest with you. My neighbor passed away that I didn't know very, very well and not for so long. But we were cordial and I miss her presence in my community. And I happened to be walking my dog and I saw that her family was moving her things out of her home. There was a moving company there. And my heart just like, I kind of felt like, not like I was in a panic, but kind of like, I was just like, wow, like that's so sad. And it's like, I think when you've experienced certain levels of loss, you can just empathize on a deeper level with people when they're going through their journey. And it, and it all but took me out guys. I was walking my dog and I'm just like, like shoulders were up and just like, woo hoo hoo with the morning. And then it just was like, like someone just literally took the air out of my balloon. And that was very difficult. And I think my trauma that I've been through and my experiences are always lying there. They're lying somewhere beneath the surface, but not too dormant. Like they can be awoken at any time. And so while I'm in the midst of that feeling and emotion and everything that's going on with my neighbor's home, I then get a call from my mom and she's like telling me basically that she's having trouble breathing and, you know, smoke filled her house and and all this stuff. And so for me, because of everything I've been through, the average person perhaps would have just heard that. But for me, I'm like, wow, my mom could die. Like I really went from my mom telling me that she's having trouble breathing to not that she just might need an inhaler or might that she just might need to go to a doctor or call a telemedicine or whatever. It's like, no, she can die. So now I'm pulling my dog in the house. I'm hopping over stuff, yelling at my mom, telling her to call 911, telling her, no, forget that. I'm coming. Can you stay on the phone with me? Like, it just is so sad sometimes to really look at how I've become wired based on loss and based on grief and just knowing what that's like that I don't even really have that in between. So it's like if my phone rings on an off time or a time that a person wouldn't normally reach me automatically and feeling like something bad and something's going on. And so again, that goes back to that internal conflict. That turmoil is real because I'm always thinking that if I leave someone and they drive off, I'm thinking like, wow, what if they just got hit by a car right now? Like, I don't want to think like that. And I don't want to go off on a tangent on this episode, but I'm just kind of giving you guys a little more of me and peeling back the onion and showing you from a transparency standpoint, what that internal conflict can look like. Because now that I've lost loved ones father, grandmother, like close people, I am well aware that at any time life can be up. And so I don't always live that way in terms of like, oh, I got to seize the moment. I got to seize the moment. But in my mind, I'm always thinking these people could die. I could die. 
my, my own mortality is just a second away. I don't even know when it's going to be. And then my people are going to feel how I felt when I lost. It's just like this internal thing, right? So I say all of that to say the internal battle is real. And if you're struggling and if you're going through a difficult time, definitely reach out to someone and get help because this isn't something to play with. It's not something you just muscle through. You need their proper tools. You need their proper resources, support, and community to get through grief, to get through the deepest of sorrows that come from it. And that agony and that pain is not going to go away by drinking alcohol, smoking weed, taking pills, different relationships, eating. That was one of the issues that I've had. And all of those things is not going to change it. You need to get the real help that you need. And so back to getting directly to you, into your ear, while I have your attention, ask yourself, what have I done today for my mental wellness? What have I done today to help myself in a positive way? How can I move through this? What can I learn? What book can I read? What could I look up online? Who could I reach out to? Make a decision today to no longer stay stuck. Do not let your grief rob you. Do not let death rob you twice. Don't let them have your loved one and then you as well from taking your joy and your peace because you're still alive. You're still here. And I say it to myself, you're still here, kid. You got to keep pushing. You're in this game. You can do this. What do you need to do? What support look like? What can you do? Like I'm no, no exemption just because I know a lot of this stuff and how it works and how it goes together. It doesn't matter. Like I told you before in the beginning, lately I've just been feeling in my head a lot and just really struggling there. And so I wanted to just reach out and I hope that you feel seen and you feel heard. And most importantly, you know that someone else gets it, right? And like I always say, never hesitate to reach out to me, to check in with me or or anything like that. I'm here. We're in this together. As the grief bully, that's what I'm here to do. We are going to bully our grief together. Listen, I want to get into our inspirational boost. That's a part of our show. Let's just give us a quote, something to think about. And that's brought to us by our sponsors, Adina J Designs. They make, create, and inspire us through decorated apparel, wood signs, custom tumblers, all of that good stuff they got going on. They're launching Lash Lush by Adina J as well, which is an eyelash extension business in a soft jersey area. So if you are interested in that, definitely reach out and follow them on Instagram at Adina J Designs, A-D-E-N-A-J-A-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N-S. And this week, our inspirational boost actually is one of my quotes that I posted recently because it goes in tandem with this episode. Let your thinking bring hope to your sorrow. Let your thinking bring hope to your sorrow. And so while a lot of that internal turmoil and conflict, we cannot always combat. But in those moments where we do feel in power and in control of our thoughts and our thinking, let's lean more towards the positivity and allow that to carry us. Let's let those good memories that I talked about with my aunt the other day carry us. What good memories can you find to help bring hope to your circumstance? What can you look at in your life and say, hey, you know what? At one time I felt like I was in the pit of hell and now I'm not. And so that same God that helped me before, that same strength, the same resources, the same method that I took, it quite possibly can help me here again. So let your thinking, because you are in control of it. You are in control of your thinking. Let it bring hope to your sorrow. So that's our inspiration of Boost for this week. Listen, I don't want to be before you too long. I think I've talked enough about the same thing, but I hope that the point 
is driven home. Listen, it's been another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I've enjoyed myself. I've loved to be here with you by myself, just kind of having this conversation. And so thank you for showing up again and for supporting me and continue to do that. You guys already know I hang out the most over on Instagram. Please follow me there. I underscore AM underscore J Nicole guys. So next time you already know love and light. Peace.